This chazar is like a nishma ches reshlag from Yehuda. It says the darm daf mem ches. Zok the mishnah. If Reuven tells Shimon, "I am cherem to you," Shimon is also the benefit from Reuven, and Reuven is mutter the benefit from Shimon. If Reuven says, "You are cherem to me," so Reuven is also the benefit from Shimon, but Shimon may benefit from Reuven. If Reuven says, "I am cherem to you and you to me," then they are each also the benefit from each other. Mishnah continues. People who are also to each other based on a nether are still mutter to have benefit from the facilities that were set up by the people who came up from Bavel. Meaning it's not considered to be a community property of which everybody has a share and and therefore if you're also to someone who has a share in that, you'd be also. Rather, it's, we look at it as it was set up as hefker and therefore you can have hana from the facilities set up by the people who came up from Bavel. However, they are you, the, the people who are, if you're also to benefit from somebody, you're also to use the facilities of the city in which the person that you're also to belongs, because these are considered to be community property, with each member having a share, and therefore, since the person you're also to have a hanah from has a share in that city property, you cannot have hanah from that city property. Now, what is a facility set up by those who came up from Bovo? What is the Mishnah referring to? Zach the Mishnah, examples are the Harabayis, the Azorois, the water wells on the way up from Bovo to Yisrael. The facility of a city are things like the town square, the bathhouse, the shul, the oroin, and the svarim. Mishnah says, if these people don't want to become usher in the city facilities, they should have the shares of the person who they may not benefit from written over to the Nasi. The actual word of the words of the Mishnah are, and one who writes his shares to the Nasi. The Gemara will explain what those, what those words mean, but that's the, what, it, what it's supposed to mean. Zakta Mishnavaita, Rabbi Huda says it may be given to a regular person as well. The reason why the Nasi is used as an example is because one doesn't have to make a Kenyan when giving something to the Nasi, but you do have to make a Kenyan when you give something to a regular person. Now, Chum said that even a Nasi would have to make a Kenyan. The reason that the Mishnah uses the Nasi as an example is because it was common for someone to give their shares to the Nasi. Rabbi Huda says the people of the Galil don't have to write their shares over to the Nasi because the previous generations have already done so sort of forever. We'll see in the Gemara what that means. Fact the Gemara. This is based on the actual words of the Mishnah. The Gemara asks, why does one become usher just because he gave his shares to the Nasi? That's what the words of the Mishnah seem to say. Asheisha said the Mishnah means, like we explained, that if people are usher to use a facility based on a nether, they can become mutter if the shares of the one that they're usher to are given over to the Nasi. Mishnah says, A bride says the people of the Galil were argumentative people and would often make the darn prohibiting one from the other. Therefore, their forefathers, their fathers, you know, from generations previously, had gave over all the shares of the city's facilities to the Nazis so that one should never have a problem using the, the facilities of the city. Zach, the next Mishnah. If Shimon is also to benefit from Reuven based on a nether, and he has nothing to eat, Reuven can give food to a third person as a gift, and Shimon may then take the food from the third person. It once happened in Beis Charoin that a father was ushered to benefit from his son based on a nether. This son was marrying off his own son and wanted his father to be able to come and eat at the wedding. So he went to a third person and said, the entire chater and all the food are given to you as a gift so that my father should be able to come and partake in the wedding. The person then said, if you're giving me all this to me, I hereby make it hegdish. The son said back to him, I only gave it to you to allow my father to come and you therefore you don't have the right to make it hegdish. The person said, if so, then the, the, then the, everything is not really mine and therefore your father is ushered and can't come and participate either. The Cham thereby said, any gift which doesn't give the recipient the rights to make the items hegdish is not considered to be a gift at all. The Gemara, the Gemara, uh, so the Gemara first states a halacha, and uh, the Mishnah, I'm sorry, brings first states a halacha, and then brings the story which Al contradicts it. And for the Gemara, the Mishnah is missing words and should be read as saying as follows: Giving it as a gift will be ineffective if we can tell that the gift was not given sincerely. To that statement, the Mishnah brings the story of the Beis Charem, which proves that point. Rava said the reason the gift in the story was ineffective was because of the stipulation that it was given only so that the father be allowed to come. However, if the, if he gave the gift and said so that my father can come, but didn't 
didn't make it a stipulation, it would be a valid gift, and the father would have been able to come. Another version of Rava is that even if he did not make a clear stipulation, it would still be also because the fact that he's making the wedding and giving it away so that his father can come is the same as if he made a clear stipulation. Therefore, the gift would not be a valid gift either. Mara says, there was once a, there was a story where a son was a thief. The father was upset and said that his assets should be usher on that son forever because he was upset that his son, his son was a thief. People said to the father, what about this, this son who is a thief may have a son of his own one day that becomes a Talmud Chacham and you would presumably want to benefit this Talmud Chacham from your possessions. So the father said, let my son, the thief, get half my property so that if he has a son who is a Talmud Chacham, he can give it to him. Is this a valid gift, Fakta Gemara? So in Pumbadisa, they said that it's it's uh, it, it's giving a gift for one to be kind of only so you should be able to give it to someone else, which is a, not a true Kenyan, and therefore it's not a true gift. Rav Nachman said, we see that the Kenyan of Chalipin is done by giving a handkerchief only so that they can make a Kenyan and, and then get back the handkerchief, and yet it's a good Kenyan. So therefore, in this story, it would be a valid gift. Gemara says, Rashi said, the case of Chalipin is different because the recipient of the handkerchief can decide to keep it. It's customary for him to return it after making the kim. He doesn't have to do so. That's different than the case of the story. Also, the case of Chalipin, the, in the case of Chalipin, the entire Kenyan takes place immediately before the return of the handkerchief. However, in the case of the story where the Kenyan was made from the father to the son, um, the, the Kenyan is not yet complete. It's not complete until the son has a son of his own who's a Talmud Chacham. By that time, when that Kenyan happens, the Kenyan of the of the original father was long over, and as such, it can't be said to have been an effective Kenyan. Ravi answer of Nachman, the case of the gift in Beis Haron in our Mishnah is a case similar to making a Kenyan for the purpose of giving it to someone else. Both recipients have no real rights in the gift, and we see that it's not a valid gift. So sometimes Rav Nachman answered him that the case of the Mishnah is different because by giving away the entire wedding party that he just prepared, it shows that the gift was insincere. Other, other times Rav Nachman answered that the Mishnah follows Rabbi Yezda, who is very stringent in allowing benefit in the case of a nether, and as such would consider the gift in our Mishnah to be invalid because of the nether. However, in the case other than a nether, such a gift would be valid. In fact, in our mission, the Chacham say that any gift which the recipient cannot make hegdish is not a gift at all. The word any comes to include something and presumably includes a case like the father who gives the possessions to his son, the thief, only so that he can then turn around and give it to the grandson. We see that this too would not be a valid gift. Mar says, no, the word any comes to include that the gift of a wedding party is not valid even if there was no clear stipulation like the second version of Rava's statement. Had no loch, perek